Alright, the inaugural journey. I go, I'm going to go by Elias on this podcast. Simon here. Yeah, we're just uh, two guys. A couple uh, bros. A couple bros that have seen some things in our days. Yep. Some good, some uh, opportunities for improvement. Some just straight up ugly. <laughs> so, um, it's evening where we are here. Actually, it's uh, dark. Crickets are chirping. Oh, Elias. Notices, uh, sorry, we'll, we'll cut that out. Simon. Simon. Did you notice the Simon? Yeah. I actually just been thinking a lot about just in the past two days, maybe not a lot, but just thinking at all on evening on that term. You know, I'm, I'm really, as you know, I'm really big into words, what they mean, where they came from, why we use them the way we do. And, um, you know, evening, it's an interesting term. It's like, you know, I know I've talked to you about balance and how I'm pretty sure that balance is complete garbage. Yeah. That it, it was a, a man-made thing that was sort of designed to keep you, you know, on the hamster wheel. Even in, especially in spiritual thought, religious or existential thought. But that evening is a time where one could, should reflect and let wounds from the day victories everything fall into its place I just kind of see it as water like being held at a certain point then kind of as it does just finding its way to its you know resting point I don't know that's the kind of thing that I get taken off and so you like you'll say something that's just simple like evening it's like what is evening are we correctly in, in this day are we correctly utilizing this evening what, yeah. you, what you were saying about evening, missing about it being dark. Um, that's when the stars shine. That's when light is most valuable. Is when the day starts to darken. Right. The light, the light becomes more valuable to you during than during the day. Mm. And I think you know there's a parallel there with you know last few months of my life have felt pretty dark but what is light which is a question in and of itself right but it's like it it shines like the song says it shines through the darkness Mm. Uh, Jesus shines through the darkness but also the good that he's created shines through the darkness there's good that's outside of a church building. Sure. That shines uh, in the darkness. And one thing I see is even, you know, you know, we talk about the children of darkness, but even their light shines bright, you know, even if they're not um, meeting the... Who are the children of darkness? Yeah. Who are they? Let's explore that. Yeah. What does the word say about the children of darkness? Or is it this, are they the same as the sons of disobedience? Is that like the same crew? I think you could I think you could say that. 
dope. Their eyes are, their eyes are darkened, but it doesn't mean they're not capable of doing good. Right. And are they, are they simply sons, like, because of their, their brotherhood, or are they still heirs? Are they sons? Are they still in the family, just currently acting badly? Well, there were two brothers, weren't there? Right. Sons of Thunder. Yeah, that's true. There is a Sons of Thunder. But there's also the prodigal son and the homebound son, right? Mm-hmm. The one that didn't go out and have his season of wildness. Right. But he still was in darkness. Yeah. Because he didn't see the light of what the father's priorities were. Mm-hmm. Even when you're talking about that, it's like, I don't know, it could sound really, you know, just rabbit, holish, trailish, whatever you want to call it. Um, but like, when you were talking about darkness and about the light being even more of an asset or even more, you know, sought after, the thing about a, a blind person who can't see at all, there's literally like, what are their textural differences between day and night, right? Like, we, we hold this thing, like, it's, it's obvious, like, when it's light out, blah, blah, blah. To someone who's blind, and to most people, if they were to speak their heart, they'd say, man, that's a hardship. That's a hardship to be blind, yeah. right? What if there's some gift behind blindness, and I'm not asking for it? Please no. But, like, that you, if nothing else, you miss that. You could, that, that is lost on you. The difference between night and day yeah. and light being even more because your level of, you know, just take it from a physical standpoint of stumbling, of not knowing where you're going is just as hard. Right? Yeah. They do say that if you are missing a sense, your other senses become more developed. Or if that's true, yeah. So I'm thinking about you know Jesus doing the miracle of the recovery of sight to the blind. Right. So their other senses were already heightened, mm. and then he opened their eyes. So right. those people, those people, had something on the other people who were mostly whole from birth. Sure. If you think about it. Their their senses were they already had heightened hearing. Yep. Like a sense of smell. They knew who he was. They knew who he was. There was a, a lack of trepidation because they not, they had some hardship. They had some, there's a difference about them, you know, yeah. that in their perception, like they didn't have a bunch of beautiful sunsets or a bunch of whatever. There, there were piece of their life that when light came, they actually knew what that was. They perceived that, but not necessarily with that sense. Right. So, like, you know, think of some of the circles that you and I have been able to walk in. I'll think, I'll talk about my, you know, some of these musical mm-hmm. people that I've connected with over the last couple of years. Let's say most of them, their eyes aren't opened, you know, for the same, let's just say the same truths that ours are. Not that ours are better, just right. that it's like when you look at an elephant. It's focus. Yeah. We're looking at it from one angle, they might be looking at it from another angle. Right. And what if they've developed... I prefer to look at elephants from the front. Yes. Yes, much better than the, than the rear. Mm. <laughs> but um, what if, when they're looking at the elephant of the animal, 
they are, their senses are heightened right. from everything but the spiritual sense. So mm. what would happen if their spirits are now opened, their, their eyes are opened to the spiritual impact of their music, not just, not just the, the, the measures and the notes mm. and the accents and the, and the emotion. Mm. They've got all that covered. Right? right, but then, but they're still blind to the spiritual impact of it. And then, what if, sure. what if God, in His um, humor, allows people to go through their own period of darkness to learn the same things? Like, I'll look at myself. What in that period of time, I was in a season of darkness to God. Right, but my musical senses mm. became more developed. Right. And then, you know, I'd say earlier this year, you know, for sure, God started to open my eyes again yeah. and open my heart again and, and take that stony heart out and put a heart that can feel. But now with the wholeness of what other people had. Right. So now I've, I've got a more complete picture of, like just say music. Right. And its impact. In other people's lives now, not just mm. my own, but how it, how it's a healing force or it's a freeing force. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of um, uh, the the person who wrote uh, the song that we use on the intro. You know, a very, I would say, a free spirit. Right. You know? And definitely has got a hold of something that I haven't. Mm. You know, and. It's like you can see, I think when your eyes are open, you can see things that you maybe want that you hadn't seen before. What do you think about that? Yeah, I keep hearing the word focus, right? Not so much in uh, the, the sense like to focus or to zero in on, but the ability to zoom in and out, right? Yeah. And I think that that's really difficult for a lot of people. I think it's difficult for everybody, right? Especially when you're going through some sort of um, acute pain, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is. But being able to focus, like the ability to control shutter speed, yeah. zoom, different things like that, to be able to say that even though... You know, I can't. I, uh, I think I told you I was like under some pretty intense stress like a couple weeks ago, and I had this this physical accompaniment that was it was burning like I was like it was like arthritic, sort of burning, and my body was on fire. If I didn't have the ability to zoom out from that or readjust my focus, I would just be in pain, yep. and I'd be able to see nothing but that pain. But because I was able to zoom out and say, okay. What is this pain uh, conversation about? What is it a lack of or uh, um, uh, being overwhelmed by what? Like, what is this? You know what I mean? And to ask that question is to really, who are you going to ask that question to? You're not asking yourself. You're not asking your soul even necessarily. You might be Mm -hmm. asking God, like, God, lead me in this. I feel this thing. and, And I don't believe you have brought me to a place where we're literally any part of my life feels like it's on fire right unless you know metaphorically whatever just sorry to use like a, unless it's an all consuming like you, you feel that 
that burn because what's really going on is it's being that matter or that situation or that fear or that whatever is literally being consumed and at that moment mm-hmm. I was having a physical reaction to being set on fire by his fire right and it and when I think about the fire it means fuel I might have been actually on fire I'm not sure at that oh, time okay yeah, physically. Like flaming? Yeah, like, like, yeah, like Richard Pryor on fire. Oh, Richard Pryor mm-hmm. on fire. Mm-hmm. He's not a liar. No. He was in some dire circumstances. Yeah. He'll say that, you know. No time to, you know, wallow in the mire. Yeah. Right? Right. You know. Unless our love become a funeral pyre. Right. Sorry, Jim Morrison. Sorry. Cut his hair like a fryer. Oh, yeah. Tortured yes. by desire? Yeah. Well, try to aspire. One could lead a choir. Fly like a tire. Mm. <laughs> we just kind of go all over the place. We digress. But what I, what I was thinking of, you know, the fuel and that car that zoomed by, you know, trying to be present in the moment. Right. That, that fuel at that time, because of the person who was driving the car, mm-hmm. they floored it. They, right. They used the fuel as an accelerant to... Uh, speed down the street, right? Like, yep. what if, what if it's up to you? Mm. Like, you feel the fire, right? You have the fuel, mm-hmm. but what if it's up to you to determine where you're taking it and what you're doing with oh, it? Oh, sure. Like, what if it's wide open? Whatever you want to do with it, you can. Like, right, wide open. Well, that's what I said in that. In that, you know, even though the text was like, you know, it was some some grimy rhymes that I sent you. That that whole. Yeah thing of like the apostle's gift and I, 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 I was using apostle to rhyme like you know or in another way say like important dude right or whatever but it like I rhymed apostle with full throttle that thing that was like wide open like said wide open you know what's funny about that car though you from your perspective you heard it and it was like there was an ag- aggression to it right yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him put on his brakes. Mm-hmm. So I looked out the window, right, or out the door mm-hmm. here, and I heard it too and probably had a, a, same, a similar mm-hmm. audio file sort of reaction to it because it was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I saw him hit his brakes, like, and so there's something in there about perception too, about how even so much of what I think you and I talk about going through is that there's, there's a way to, there's a way that you're flesh man has always received sounds, vibrations, human contact, whatever it is, but when you're overwhelmed or when you're in a drought, you can take something for what it's not. Like, I'm not saying that that, but he was misusing his gas pedal, whatever, but I saw him in the breath. Like, I saw another piece of that. Yeah, and you and I are facing different directions. Right. Like, I'm facing you, you're facing me. You can see, you can see a complete vantage point. Totally opposite of what I see. Actually, mine is pretty much closed, except for a couple of years. You can sit out the door and have to get out of here. Or out of here. Right. There's something to that. Totally. Well, there's something to that even about. You know, I think what this is too, what, what this conversation has become to me is just like. There's two people. Do we, do you and I need each 
each other. I'm gonna say yes first, but also there's a multiplicity of factors uh, um, just like that. Like, it might seem stupid to anybody listening to this that like if the car guys like a car drove by, like get over it. Right? Yeah, well, most cardinal people might say that. Right. Right, it's like, oh, so, but why did you and I both notice it, like, so viscerally, right? It's because it, 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 it meant something. Auto. Get it off your tire. Oh, you're getting a little carried away. Mm-hmm.